Welcome to Fangirl Fridays on a Monday. Slash Monday? What? Fangirl Mondays? I don't hate it. I don't hate it. It's a good way to like start off the week. Yeah. It's a good way to come back. Yeah, Mondays suck. So it's like fun to be like, ooh, fun. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But we had to do this in a timely manner. Yes. Because of the GGs. We need to talk about the Golden Globes. We do. Um, There were were some things to talk about. Uh, But before we talk about the GGs, what are you fangirling over? We're fangirling over the same thing. Yeah, because we went on a trip. Not we, I mean. I mean, we'll kind get of. There. Yeah. But for Christmas, you got me. <laughs> Such a weird <laughs> thing. This is what Christmas. I wanted. I know you did. You got me uh, the Manson Helter Skelter Tour mm-hmm. in Hollywood. Yep. And we went this past Saturday. Yep. We had a grand old time. It was lovely so just real quick like insight into my house every day so my husband wakes up my daughter in the morning because I have to like get ready and go to work and so he woke her up on Saturday when we went on the tour and he was just like good morning it's a Saturday mommy's going on a murder tour that somehow relaxes her and I was just <laughs> like yep mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah mm-hmm, yeah I was relaxed it was lovely I had a great time yeah it was very informative although I feel like it went in one ear out the other. Like, oh, it do? was so much. It was dense. It was a lot of I information. I thought I knew more, mm-hmm. but I guess I didn't. Especially about the LaBianca murders side of it. Yeah. There was a lot I didn't know there. Um, and it was kind of exhausting, even though we were sitting in a van for hours. Yeah. A, a lovely van. Oh, very lovely van. It smelled terrific. Yeah. Um, the one thing that, so I knew nothing about the LaBianca side of it, like, at all. And the one thing that I really <laughs> took from it and appreciated was that Katy Perry's trying to buy the house next to the LaBianca oh, yeah. house. <laughs> the, like, fighting with the nuns thing. Yeah, yeah we learned where that is. Mm-hmm. Yep, we saw it. I also learned that I would really like to live on the east side of Los Angeles <sighs> because so great. Dem Hills, like, so oh. lovely. Um, yeah, real dense, but incredibly informative also learned a lot about um like laurel canyon and the music scene mm-hmm. of the 60s learned that beverly d'angelo lives in mama cass's house i was we into, went there we went there i was into that um the, it was funny though because the guy was like oh beverly d'angelo thinks that we're here for her but we're you know we're really talking about mama they don't cass. see like the death to her yeah, on like the side of the departed. like beverly d'angelo like what what is wrong with you um, but yeah, very, very interesting. Years ago, I had gone on their Hollywood death tour. It's the same company. It's this company called Dearly Departed. No, we're not being paid. We were just big fans. I did write a Yelp review. Ooh. Um, I know. I was, I was happy. And it is like one, hands down, one of the best experiences I've had in Los Angeles. And I knew that this Helter Skelter tour was the same thing. And when you said you wanted to go, I was mm-hmm. like, well, great. But I have so much good trivia from that first tour that was seven years ago that I still spout today. And I was just like, yeah, I, love I it. feel like we got so many little nuggets outside mm-hmm. of Manson. Oh, yeah. That I was like, yes, that guy I needed to know this. Like, I didn't even know the cemetery I live by used to be double in size. Yeah. I mean, it is double in size. Well, yeah, Paramount, but, but just Paramount has some of the land now built on top of it. Um, yeah. Also, we just sort of like took our opportunity to proposition the, the tour guide and be like, are you going to do an OJ tour? And he said yes. And I was like, <gasps> so Maren's going to quit her job in the next couple of years and she's going to do her dream, become a tour guide. I'm going to be a tour guide. Um I'm really into it. Like anytime, of course, the guy solicited anyone for questions. I like had to ask a question. Yeah, I mean, I just, good because it was silent. It was silent. We were like, oh, cool. Like yeah. we were reacting to things. What was the? I straight up gassed about something, and I can't remember what it is now. We gassed about Candace um, 
Bergen doing something. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Candace Bergen lived in the house before it became the house. And she was at Sharon Tate's wedding. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. So many people. I mean, she was wearing a suit. That was amazing. Yeah. I did say that if you were to get married one day that you would have Sharon Tate wedding hair. I was like, you could pull that off. With those puffy sleeves. (laughs) She looks so beautiful. Yeah, I felt... You, like, walk into those tours because, like, you know that it's a little weird that you're going on this mm-hmm. tour, right? Like, uh, my parents were like, what are you doing? Um, also, because they're children of the 60s, and so they're, like, totally traumatized by the murder oh, yeah. and are, like, real messed up. Um, and so I'm like, oh, yeah, just casual Saturday. And then you go there, and you're like, oh, these other people are going to be messed up, too. And I felt like all of those people were, like, tourists. And mm-hmm. the guy seemed surprised that we were locals. He was we like, like, oh, where are you yay! from? Yeah, we were very gung-ho. And we were driving around our own neighborhoods for part of it yes no joke at one point i go are we going to my house like the (laughs) the man who was um the he was a world famous hairdresser he was in uh, the tate murders yes in the tate murders he was killed as well um his salon was literally like i could throw a rock at it from my house i had no idea it was kind of amazing we're straight up sitting outside of my house it was it was amazing highly recommend and for good karma Oh yeah, they I love donate that. some of the proceeds to what's it called? Is it like a Tate? It's like the Tate Foundation. Foundation. Yeah, Sharon Tate's mom started this foundation, and they give a lot of money there. They also do a lot of sort of good karmic things around the Hollywood Death Tour. There's you know a lot of celebrities who sort of fall on hard times before they pass away. They sort of you know fade away from um, the limelight, and unfortunately, because they end up being sort of destitute when they die, they are in unmarked graves. And mm-hmm. so what Dearly Departed does is they take a lot of the funds from the ticket sales and then they mark these graves. Right. They give these people headstones, all those kinds of things, you know, so um, they're commemorated and sort of acknowledged for, the, for their contributions yeah. and stuff. Um, but yeah, real weird, real weird way to start a Saturday. Lovely. Highly recommend. Highly recommend. Um, incredibly informative. And like Natalie said, just a great way to see LA. Like yeah, all I, over. I told Mar and I would have done this without the Manson stuff. Just <laughs> sit in a van for a few hours and drive through the hills. Yeah, it was wonderful. Went from Los Feliz to like Bel Air to Sherman Oaks. Like we were everywhere. Yeah. Loved it. So on the same page as Hollywood, yeah. we're still going to talk about Hollywood. We yeah. had, we've been so excited for the Golden Globes. Mm-hmm. We had to do a special Monday mini yeah. to talk about Ooh, it. Oh, Monday mini. Love that. Ooh. Okay. Uh, ooh, brand. Brand Keep that in mind. Yep. <laughs> so obviously this Golden Globes, for let's back. The Golden Globes traditionally fun frothy so fun flirty everyone's drunk boozy yeah real boozy real just like unhinged like it's always to the point where like the presenters need to be like shut up like because everyone's like like, chat 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 chatting away obviously this one was going to be a little bit different um and so you know the whole notion of like all the actresses wearing black i feel like it kind of there was like a groundswell initially it was just going to be a couple people and then it just sort of like snowballed and took over right. and then you had the times up pins and like everything. Everything. some people brought like advocates or yes um, their dates all that stuff do you think any part of busy phillips was like well but i wanted to go with michelle because like michelle williams brought one of the advocates but she was there she was just in like a waiting space yeah very strange um but you know so definitely a different tone to this golden globes than we've normally had um but i had read some headlines so we have this like great advantage in LA that it airs twice. So I was air, I was taped the five o'clock airing, mm-hmm. and then like wait an hour and a half, and then fast forward so I can like get rid of the commercials right. and stuff like that. Um, and so my husband had seen a bunch of headlines that it was like very somber, and I don't 
No, I didn't, but I didn't I would, get that vibe. I know. I didn't get that vibe either. You watched the red carpet, correct? I watched uh, about an hour of it, yeah. Did you watch E's red carpet? Yes. Did you see Deborah Messing shade E? No. So you heard about this, yeah? No. So Deborah, Deborah Messing was like, screw you, basically, E, because, because of, of Kat Sadler. Yes. And then all of these people were kind of like voicing the same thing of like, oh, and it's unfortunate that your own network doesn't believe in like, you know, equal pay for equal work. And I guess Kat Sadler was like, what? Like, thank you. You know, and she was. That's amazing. They had like a very quick sort of statement and, you know, hashtag. Now, from what up. I saw, everyone was just being nice to Ryan Seacrest. So well, it was boring. I mean, he. He can get you a job. <laughs> he he works. He's he's a hustler. Um, so, what were your sort of like overall impressions of the show before we kind of get into like winners, fashion, all that stuff? I enjoyed it. I did too. Oprah made me cry. Me too. She made everyone cry yes. because she's going to be president. Do you think? <laughs> okay, here's the thing. So that's like kind of a thing, like the hashtag that like yeah. Oprah 2020 came after that. Do you think that was actually a little bit of like a seed planting? Yes, 100. percent Stedman has said she's open to it. Here's the thing. Stedman was the highlight of the Golden Globes for me when he I helped her walk up about, the stairs. I know it's about women this year. Yeah, but Stedman, come on. <laughs> His mouth was open for three hours. <laughs> It was just like, I don't know if it was in awe or if that's what his mouth naturally does, but oh. it was just open, a gap the whole time. Uh-huh. It was amazing. Um, she she really did bring the house down. She she won. She I always forget that Oprah has this voice, like oh. like almost like Maya Angelou, where you're like, please just talk to me forever. Yes. Like, tell me anything. Tell me bedtime stories. Tell me news. Yes. Tell me <laughs> her cadence, her rhythm, like her flow. I mean, this woman is a Pro. Like, and it's just everyone. It's got to be so weird. I was saying the girl who won for The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Mm-hmm. Like, it has to be so strange to be basically a no one in that room. Like, nobody thought you were going to win. No one really knows your name. All of a sudden, you get up there. You win. You're Oprah staring you Hi, down. Oprah. That was amazing. That was amazing. You have to acknowledge it. Like, you essentially were like a no one. And now, all of a sudden, Oprah's listening to you talk. Like, you can't. Yeah. It's Oprah. At one point, um, Oprah was gone and Barbara was in her place. <gasps> they were next to each other at one point, but I was like, guys, 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 they did a switch. <laughs> I love that Barbara. Wait, Barbara Streisand? Like, she was Oprah's seat filler? Like, let's talk I, about that. I don't understand how it worked because at one point they're sitting next to each other, mm. but they definitely did not start at the same table. Interesting. Um, I don't and know. Gail, that friendship, though. Gail got to be there. Gail was there. Gail's always there. Um, so... Yeah, Oprah definitely made me cry. And I'm, like, not a crier. Oh, I am. Awards okay, here's shows. how much I know I love movies. Uh-huh. And, like, I just love it so much. Is any montage, like, during the Kirk Douglas thing, uh-huh. I started crying. Really? Just, like, um, old movie montage. I'm like, oh, it's so <laughs> magical. Uh, that Kirk Douglas situation, tough. I'm not gonna. It was. It I'm was rough. I'm, um, I'm gonna say what we were all thinking. It was hard. It was it, really hard because it was you, hard and it was also sweet. It was very sweet, and I was like, "Oh, it's her father-in-law." Like it was sweet, but it also just like it felt sort of exploitative. Yeah, and it really broke my heart because I could tell he had like rehearsed. Like yeah. he was used, giving it his all to say what he needed to say yeah. and it was still hard to understand. I know. It was heartbreaking. It was it was real tough and you could tell everyone in the room was like, "Oh, this is hard. Yeah. Why are we doing this?" Um other sort of moments that I will say I thought Seth Meyers did a great job. Yeah, um, and since I think a lot of the speeches went over, he didn't get much time, yeah, which he, I was fine. Was fine. That's what you, you want. It. You want a monologue, you want a great monologue, and then you want 
little and sprinkles. Amy and Seth. Yeah. Amy Poehler killed it. Mm-hmm. Loved that. Um, so you know that half those jokes were probably written by Tina Fey. Like that's what I like because he think like so? yeah he brings in all those people. Like they know. they usually bring in each other to do punch ups for those things. So I know like when Tina and Amy did it, like he wrote a bunch of the jokes. Like I mean that's like why wouldn't you go to Tina Fey and yeah, be like hey, she was not there though. Write me some jokes. Um, yeah, I thought that he did a great job. I mean obviously you have to like address the elephant in the room or as he said the elephant not in the room. Um, no immemorium. Am I correct? Correct. Um, strange but also I get it like the show is too long like yeah there's so much stuff and I feel bad because because I DVR it I end up like fast forwarding through some people's speeches and I'm like I don't care and I told mm-hmm. I turned to my husband and I go honey I hope someday somebody fast forwards through you like you know who else made me cry del Toro really that that's adorable not- little speech about monsters yeah oh my god that's not what I thought Guillermo del Toro looked like yeah like at all in my brain he looks like Benicio del Toro <laughs> Which I realize is like a totally separate thing. They are thing. two different things. They are two different people, but that's what I think that he looks like. Um, okay, so let's let's chat about Times Up a little bit. So okay. first of all, obviously, like pervasive. The you know, you sent me this very interesting article from the Atlantic, and you know, essentially what it was saying was that there was a schism in the award show. All of the women, almost to a person who won, addressed it in some way mm-hmm. during their speech. All of the men who won did not, did not address excluding, it. Excluding, who was it, the Handmaid's Tale show creator? Yeah. Kind of. A little bit. Right. So I actually, you know, last night after the award show, my husband and I had a very thoughtful conversation about this because he is a straight white male in Hollywood. And, you know, it it it's a topic of conversation, obviously. Right. And so we had a very thoughtful conversation about it. Um, and I sent him this article. And he said, you know, I understand this. I think it's a total it's kind of a trick bag, right? Because basically the underlying narrative is that it's like women's time to speak, men need to listen, mm-hmm. like this is not going to be, this change is not going to come from men, like, you know, all of those things. He's like, if I had been up there, I probably would have said something along the lines of like, I stand in solidarity with my female, you know, coworkers. But it's like, you almost don't want them to address it too much because it's like, yeah. bitch, sit down. You know what I mean? So it's it's a tough, it's a very tight rope to walk yeah. I will say yeah you could definitely see it in the room when Natalie Portman said mm-hmm. here the not what is it like all male all directors male yeah and like everyone in the room is like like having their name read after that and it's tricky because it's like those guys have worked very hard too like that's Guillermo del Toro yeah. you know it's like it took him 25 years to like get to this place like it's like uh, uh, uh. like no it's like did I want Greta Gerwig in there? Yes. Yeah. I'm sure there were other great female directors that should have been or nominated. Like Jordan Peele. Like, like what? Yes. Uh-huh. But ugh, I mean, I don't know. It's tricky. It's tricky. The whole it, the whole thing that should just be it's tricky just right now. With it. It's tricky <laughs> to oh a record. God. Like it is. Um, yeah. It. But I thought that last year to me, all the sort of you know conversation around like President Trump and like all of that stuff, it it almost got to be too much I thought this for me this year like it was a conversation and I thought not only like the conversation of like harassment and sexual assault and all of that stuff but you know the conversation around um you know pay inequality like you know and how women make 77 cents on the dollar compared to men like all those things are kind of part of the greater conversation and they are things that need to be addressed. And I thought the way in which it was done was done well and not heavy handed. And, 
you know, the show kind of ended at the right time, yeah. I think. I it, was, it was like powerful messages were being made, but it wasn't like this show is only us making a statement. Yes. Mm-hmm. I do think there was like a uh, good balance of, of humor. Um, <laughs> All the jokes were funny, I thought, from the opening. Monologue. Totally. Um, my One of my favorite jokes, and it was actually right before Seth like got serious and he was talking about how the vast majority of jobs in Hollywood are not stars. You know what I mean? Like the celebrities. It's most of the people on sets and crews. They're union workers. They're construction workers, essentially, you know, and they're basically the backbone of Hollywood. And and he, you know, talked about that and how amazing (laughs) that is. My favorite joke was Jeremy Paramount. That was what I was going to (laughs) say. My favorite thing when he was like, there's always, you know, all these union workers and then one very connected PA and people are like, who's this guy? And it's like, oh, that's Jeremy Paramount. Paramount. I was crying. Like that made me laugh really, really hard because it's true there is always some pa who's making like nine dollars an hour driving like a seven series bmw and you're like who is this kid he's like 22 it's ridiculous um but yeah i thought it it did a good job of balancing like the very serious tone of the evening um we were just talking about this too good on the golden globes so up until the 75th annual Golden Globes, there has always been a Miss Golden Globes. And she's always been the daughter of a celebrity, and she's the person that, like, hands out the awards. Like Rumor Willis, I think, did it one year. Yeah, um, and, you know, like, Mandy Patinkin, star- like, every everyone's daughter has done it for the most part. times are changing. Times are changing, and they're going to have a Golden Globes ambassador. Interesting to see if there will be, like, a male. I do think, actually, there was a male. Yeah, I think so, too. Previously, as well. But Mr. Golden Globes. Mr. Golden Globes. Um, but it was The Rock's daughter. And, like... I'm really glad they changed it because I was saying that Miss Golden Globe sounds like it's for boobs. It does. It very much sounds like it's for boobs. Gross. Um, But so, I mean, also, should The Rock run for president? Like, he's amazing. Like, should they run together? He's just getting more and more handsome. More and more handsome. He's old, too. He's like 50. Should you quickly sidebar fangirl over Jumanji? Because. Oh, my God, guys. (laughs) Surprise of 2017. I love Jumanji. Okay. I have a lot of stray notes okay. if we want to just quickly get into that. Sure. It is a mini episode. It is. We want to keep it a little yeah, short. Yeah. Everyone's glasses. Eyewear was on oh, point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oprah's glasses. Mm-hmm. Christina Hendricks' glasses. Yeah. I just, everyone had glasses on. They were like thick rimmed, but it wasn't like, I don't know. They all looked cool. Yeah. They all look like new. I haven't seen that style before. Yeah, I, I don't know. That. They were working it. Mm-hmm. Um, Viola Davis's hair. Was beautiful. Viola Davis looked 20 years younger. Yes. Like, I almost didn't recognize her. I was like, who is that? And I was like, oh, my goodness. The eye makeup, I loved it. It was a great look. <laughs> it was great. Mm-hmm. I did not know Carol Burnett's going to have a new show on Netflix. Mm-hmm. What is that mm-hmm. about? Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I mean, yeah. everyone was losing their shit over it. Yeah. I, I was into it. Um, who was your best dressed? Oh, best dressed? I mean, everyone looked beautiful. Everyone was making a statement. That's, it wasn't about being best dressed. It wasn't. But did I have favorites? Of yes. course, yeah. Um, Dakota Johnson. Really? Yes, she looked huh. great. I find her very boring. She has great style, though. Yeah, all right. Um, Tracy Ellis Ross. Mm-hmm. That's me, number one. And loved it. I really loved Natalie Portman's uh, neckline. Mm, velvet. Uh huh. Um, very interesting. Those were the few standouts for me. Um, yes, I, le- I also thought Christina Hendricks looked amazing. Custom Christian Siriano. Um, uh, person I love more than anything in the world, Kelly Clarkson. Girl, we need to get a new stylist. Like, it's just not working. Like, I'm always just like, no. Like, Did you see I the shot you. of Steve Carell no. cracking up at Kelly Clarkson? No. Oh. 
it was great. Um, yeah, it's, you know, a lot going on. I will say, girl, you got some good taste because you called this Marvelous Mrs. Maisel and, like, it swept the I evening. I was so surprised. Were you? I, I did think she had it, the actress had a chance to win, but uh-huh. not the show itself. Very interesting. Um, very excited. And Amy Sherman Palladino made me wonder, is there cheese backstage? Yeah. Also... Is she trying to be Helena Bottom Carter? Well, my she's question. trying. She's been trying for 20 years. Just, that is her look. When was the last time you saw someone wearing black tights? Like, not like thick, like they're like translucent. Like, like it was sheer? just like sheer. Yes, thank you. That was what I, I was mean, looking for. I would. I wear sheer black tights, but not with a low heel. No, not in that capacity. Not <laughs> at an award show. Like, it was just, it was. It was quite a look, um, but and she also just seemed like she was kind of like nonplussed. Like she oh, was like, "Oh, oh great, oh. Sharon Stone." Yeah. I was like, "I'm gonna faint." Yeah, this woman looks amazing. I, I mean, the dress was like a little I out mean, there, but like, like her boobs were on point. She's everything old. looked great. She and Michelle Pfeiffer, not young, looking amazing. Yeah, ah, uh, Michelle Pfeiffer is like my older, mature woman goals. Really, it's yeah. a good goal. That's a, that's a very good goal. Um, okay, all in all, I thought the Gigi's, I thought they handled it very well. Um, some very surprising things won. I will say, very glad to see Aziz won. Um, oh, Sterling K. Brown. Oh, yes. Um, lo- uh, of, uh, of the men that Alice won, they were like Janney, my favorites. I was a little torn on. Really? Because who else was nominated? Oh, I wanted Laurie Metcalf to win. Oh, but mm-hmm. I also love, love, love Alison Janney. So I wasn't yes. mad. She looked amazing. Loved when she had that bird when she was hosting or when she was presenting. Um, I love that Tommy Wiseau got his moment to go on stage. <laughs> and then didn't he could get his not moment. have the microphone. <laughs> that was amazing. Um, I loved the Versace cast. Oh, yeah. Uh, presenting. I loved what else? So much. Uh, there was a shot of Octavia Spencer finger dancing for, mm. at some point. Mm. Um, they always do get good, like, sort of sidebars. Oh, and biggest surprise of the night. I saw blurry in the background, and I was like, is that Gina Davis? Why yeah. is Gina Davis there? And then it was like, coming up, Thelma and Louise reunion. Why? I know. Okay. Also, did you know that Gina Davis was an Olympian? No. Yeah. Well, there you go. I think, it wow. was, I think in archery. Yes. Um, at like 50 years old, she was like, you know what? I'm going to be an archer. Well, I liked her That's dress amazing. as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it's... You know, I obviously cared more about the TV side than the movie side, although, you know, we do get the screener, so I have seen some of those movies. But I thought it was very interesting. Obviously, a big year for streaming platforms, Netflix, Mm -hmm. Amazon, Hulu. Everybody is now very credible. Yeah. Um, I feel like maybe everyone needs to watch Mrs. Maisel now. It's only eight episodes. I know. My my husband was like, do we need to watch the show? I'm like, I think we do. And Big Little Lies, which I have started. I'm three episodes in. Are you liking it? And it's only seven episodes. Do you you get it? Do you appreciate it? Here's the thing. <clears throat> Everyone's raving about the show. Yeah. And I'm three episodes in and I'm like, does this get better? <gasps> it's not like the cast is amazing. Like the acting is great. Yeah. But I feel like I've already figured it out. Uh, so I'm like, there better be an insane twist coming up. Gotcha. Because, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm take this back probably in a few days. I'll probably love it. <laughs> I'll probably love it. By the time so, we've recorded our next yeah, episode, it's, you'll it's be too soon to really say. Upset. Okay. Okay. Um so I think that's our Gigi coverage. Yeah. Yeah. First of all, one, we made a new brand. I'm always calling it the Gigi's. My friend texted me and was like, are you watching the Gigi's? And I was like, oh, my God, it's catching on. It's catching on. One person. One We have person. one. Um, um, but what are we going to do for our next series? We are going to cover some theme songs. We yes. thought, like, 
what's a better way to get into the new year with yeah. one of our than one of our favorite things? It's a passion project. Yeah, we were. It's an ongoing passion project. Yeah, we were like going back and forth on like what we should do, whatever, and we finally settled on theme songs, and then. Like two hours later, we're still talking about like how do we break it up because it's like do we Even talk about? Still, we've decided, and it's still like mm, I don't know. Yeah, but this is what we're doing. Yeah. So, so Friday, Friday, get ready. Two episodes. We're back. One week. Um, but yes, the our theme song throwdown from like episode two of Fangirl Fridays is one of my favorite episodes ever um and it's just like you guys after we did happy days i was like man we there's some great theme songs i constantly get the nanny theme song stuck in my head yes. like we'll talk about it you you've added a couple of theme songs to your karaoke playlist yep um things are happening yeah opinions will there be tears shed maybe i feel like we're gonna fight over some things i don't think we're gonna fight i don't know i don't think we're gonna fight we're just gonna be like oh but what about this one? Oh, and yeah. this one mm-hmm. it's yeah. gonna be like that it'll be it'll be like a fun little soundtrack okay so guys so until friday bye bye Fangirl Fridays is brought to you by TV Time. Download the TV Time app to track the shows you love and react to your favorite television moments.